Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. You're listening to Z Games on 4ZZZ. I am Rani, and with me in studio is Paul and Cam. Woohoo! Welcome. It's, it's uh, it's 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 February now. It's a lovely, sweaty, humid February. We're a whole month into the this 2023, and uh, I'm a whole year older now. It was Yay. my birthday this week. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Quarter of a century, I'm told. Indeed, a quarter of a century. If we slice you open. We have one more ring. One more ring. <laughs> I don't... I'm not a tree. Um, Are you still the baby of the Z Games? Group? I am, yeah. And But also the the person on the team who's been here the longest. Mm. <laughs> You're yeah. the sage okay. elder as well as the baby. Yeah, exactly. I, I've, uh, I've got both ends of the spectrum here. <laughs> do we um do we need to advertise for like someone new to get into the, like, the, the youth... Because you know you're now aging out of. Um, oh, we need like a zoomer. Yeah, yeah. We need. Is that what they? I'm too old to know. Gen Z. I think yeah. we're into like. I think the teenagers now are Gen Alpha. I think we've oh. got another one. There's there's like, Gen Z or. I don't like Gen Alpha. It gives me Jordan Peterson vibes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, not a not a big fan. Anyway, <laughs> this is a video game, radio show. Um, it is. I don't know. This today, tonight even. Where whatever time it's it is when you're listening, it it's today um, somewhere. It is today. So start drinking. <laughs> it's also yesterday somewhere else. And tomorrow. Um, okay, so we have the news. Mm. We have reviews. <gasps> you're both doing a review for me, aren't you? Yes, yes. yes. We I have a tangled web of of review matrices. Woohoo! Didn't that means doing them for you. Well, yeah. Look, you're gonna. I'm your audience. Yeah. In front of you directly here, but then the audience listening, wherever they're listening, from their cars, from home, from space, who knows? Um, yes, that's what we're, we're going to do this evening, I think. And it's, a, it's a fine plan. Well, you know, there are, <laughs> there are talk shows on, are, on radio, and, and some of those talk shows do talk the entire time. We How are not exhausting. going to do that. We are going to listen to some news. Open your ear holes and listen up for the news horn. News. Microsoft held an event called the Xbox and Bethesda Developer Direct, covering five upcoming titles. A 4v4 PvP mode for the upcoming Minecraft Legends was shown off, missing out of action, base building and strategy. Arcane's upcoming multiplayer vampire survival game Redfall got a release date of May 2nd. The next four to Motorsport showed off the goods with 500 cars included, and the Elder Scrolls Online got a time frame of June for its next expansion based in Morrowind titled Necrom. But perhaps the biggest announcement of the event was the simultaneous reveal and release of Tango Gameworks' new game. The Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo developer surprised viewers with Hi-Fi Rush, a bright and colourful third-person character action game crossed with a rhythm game. The environment and action all operate at the beat of a music player that has been mistakenly embedded in the protagonist's chest. News! The National Minister for the Arts, Tony Burke, has announced the return of the government's interactive game fund. 
all forms of storytelling now, whether it's narrative, visual art, music, acting, are finding themselves jobs in the video game industry. Screen Australia, when you've got an industry expanding like this around the world, shouldn't be left trying to check if there's some spare change back in the lounge to fund this rapidly growing $4 billion sector. So we'll restore the Games Fund for Screen Australia that was abolished nearly 10 years ago. Labor hopes the fund, along with the previously announced digital game tax offset, will help support and establish new Australian developers for years to come. News! The big three, Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, will not attend this year's planned return of E3. Xbox's Phil Spencer has said that Microsoft plans to hold their regular showcase at the same time, but will not officially be part of the expo. Sony dropped out of E3 back in 2019, and Nintendo have been unpredictable with their announcements in recent years. It's a big blow for event organizers Reedpop, who had taken over the event to shape into something more suitable for the current climate of the industry. News! Amazon have announced plans to develop a Tomb Raider television show with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is perhaps most well-known for her Emmy-winning series Fleabag, which she wrote, produced, and starred in. Waller-Bridge is positioned to write and produce the series, but alas, will not be filling the shoes of Lara Croft herself. At a time when The Last of Us TV show is gaining much praise and attention, came the sad news that actor Annie Wershing, who played Tess in the original game and remake, has passed away from cancer. She was 45 years old. Upcoming game releases. February 3rd, we'll see Deliver Us Mars on PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, and PC. Life is Strange 2 gets a Switch release. Tales of the Backbone Preludes on PC. Your Only Move is Hustle on PC. And The Pathless gets an Xbox and Switch release. What's that? Why, it's the old news train heading off. We'll catch y'all next time. Bye, thanks for that. Train. Thank you, me. Yeah, thanks, Paul. I uh, love that. Appreciate it. Um, so much. It's a big. <laughs> it's a big time for arts funding at the moment. We've it's had quite a few announcements. Big announcements. Yes. Um, that's exciting because I. I feel like we've been sort of just like having having a bad run. We've forgotten for, for a generation or so. Absolutely. Um, Which was always wild because there is, on Straight Up the Economy, a lot of money to be made. Oh, what? They're yeah. two of our biggest industries, the yeah. music and the gaming industry. The game. How much does the gaming industry bring in each year? A ridiculous amount, a actually. literally bucket ton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it they billions? literally measure it by the bucket. Bucket by buckets. That's oh, the bucket. The- uh, a, a bucket you know, full I'm, of I'm, rainbow cash. Yeah. I'm That's not really. What it is. I'm not really aware of treasury standards in this country, but yeah, buckets does sound pretty good. Are you aware of it in different countries? Yes. Whoa, which country are you? Aware uh, of Latvia it? primarily. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, you're not doing any nefarious <laughs> <laughs> financial <laughs> side. <laughs> you don't have to admit that. No, on I, I, um, when I was young, I decided that everyone needed to have like something in every category of life to just have a pointless vendetta against oh, so okay. mine was latvia i have realized that's not that funny now as i'm older but it's still just like i like the reference in my head <laughs> well every time we spend any time together i'm just constantly amazed by something <laughs> well, who's, your, who's your personal vendetta against Ryan? oh um people who maintain single notes on air 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it wasn't dead air. It it's was me. Good. It's me. Yeah, it wasn't dead air. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I don't. I don't think I have a personal vendetta against right. anybody. Um, maybe. Ma- oh, I don't know. Actually, no. Just bring up some some real hurt on I the show. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, sorry. There yeah. are there are a select few people I've known in my life that I probably yeah. um, so are you are you anti Atari generally or just modern what Atari has become just what they are now and what they've done to me and my friends oh. and I'll never forget them and I won't rest until I see them all burn I, I pulled out my twenty six hundred on the weekend oh yeah yeah because I good stuff yeah my paddles are uh, ruined oh. I need I need new paddles and no one wants to make me new paddles <laughs> anyway yeah there was other news uh, uh, E3 yeah. still ain't coming back <laughs> yep, that's what it yep. says that's the headline there it, it's gonna no. be a thing you got no you're thinking about this wrong no no the best parts of E3 aren't the Nintendo and the, scene, the Sony and all that kind of stuff it's Kintia Hall which where, is back oh brilliant E3 I've is never back. been to E3 so I don't know have you physically been to V3 yeah yeah. Oh, 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 well, oh. Okay. Kentia Hall is where you go for all the people who have like sent over some representative who doesn't want to be there and they're just giving away junk that they don't want to sell and they're selling like gaming chairs or inflatable speakers or um, knockoff switch controllers right and they don't want to be there but they just give away stuff and they're so bored and you just pick up the most delicious stuff and it's where Guitar Hero started yes I remember that yeah. I remember playing the first Guitar Hero in Kentia Hall going why is no one paying attention to this so you find some actual hidden gems forget about the top floor Nintendo stuff don't worry about that they'll tell you all about it yeah yeah, they, they do it in their own time when they want now mm-hmm. that's yeah, okay. actually fine look all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fine. However, E3 is not necessarily the most accessible thing to get to. No. Um, so we're going to have to just watch that one online, I think. Mm. You can, however, go to the Global Game Jam this weekend. <gasps> yeah, that's a QT. I was going to go, but then I realized I have other plans, so I'm not going. Um, <laughs> that, that was a real roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, I bought my ticket, and I feel bad because I have to ask for a refund. But that's okay. I'll go another time. Anyway, speaking of games, Paul, you have a review for us. I do. You do. I'm going to do this, and hopefully I get this correct. It's if I just click, click. Yep. I just have to click. Just click once. Just click it? Yep. Do okay. it. Okay. Is it going to play? I can't no, hear No, i got to click it now. Hold on. Here we go. We got this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here, here, here we go, we got another review about a video game, we've got a vampire. Actually, it doesn't have a vampire. <laughs> Which right. is very strange, because that game is called Vampire Survivors. <laughs> now, um, you may have heard of Vampire Survivors, it was kind of a big runaway success last year. Uh, to the point that by the end of the year, because it came out quite early, uh, it had dozens of clones. Uh, it was primarily made by a single person, um, uh, going by the handle Ponkle. Uh, and it is a very simple game. Uh, it's sort of a bit... It looks a little bit like old Castlevania sprites, played top-down in an endlessly open environment, uh, and you only use a stick. There's no buttons, although you do have to use a button every once in a while to select something. Uh, you do not control your attacks. Your attacks are automatic. Uh, and that means that as you kill enemies, you pick up experience, you get to then pick a new perk. So it's sort of a roguelike. You're building a build, and those builds will eventually become insane. The purpose of the game is to last 30 minutes. Uh, and that was kind of where it started. 
and then it became a massive hit. I think originally it launched at $3 US, and then they eventually raised the price to 5 mm. So it was really, really going for those big numbers. But now they've also done an expansion, uh, and there are there is so much content in the game. It's about unlocking, it's about doing this loop. Uh, you By the end of a run, you will have hundreds of previously near impossible enemies on screen at once and you are just untouchably slaughtering them as axes and waves of garlic and holy bibles and whatever are just flying around the screen and you can't really even see what's going on other than you are cool and then you hit 30 minutes and something happens uh and then you can do it all again but you don't have to do the same level because i kept adding new levels and whilst i said it was an infinite landscape that's really only true for some of the levels they ended up building some new ones that were more designed and you got different experiences if you went into different areas so it's really robust and as i say cheap as chips um and just really fun to play and i didn't play it a lot last year until i got the an accessory that they released for vampire survivors called the steam deck <laughs> um specifically and only for vampire survivors. only for vampire survivors and um elden ring which are oh, yeah. literally the top two games played uh hour wise on uh the steam deck uh so the steam deck is still not technically available in australia can i hold it again yeah you can hold it yeah yeah we have one we i brought I it in because i'm not i'm just not manages to get what you're holding there for the um moment. well okay it looks a lot like a switch it is shaped a lot like a switch <laughs> It's very Switch-like. It's got a uh, nicer handle. They holds. don't detach. They don't detach. You know they detaching. are not separate Joy-Con things. None of that satisfying They've click. They've got um, how, how many? One, two, three, four triggers on each side. Because it's got the, pad- it's it's got the got paddles the, on the, the back paddles as well. It's got the paddles and then, yeah, the back ones Two that shoulders. you can do with your... It's got uh, the haptic pads that they had on the yeah. Steam controller for, like, mouse support. Yep. D-pad. It's got it's X, got Y, B, and A. It's got gyro in it. Has it? It does. Ooh. It's touchscreen. It's got everything you it's want in it. It's got a button that says Steam. It does. Um, <laughs> yes. It's got a big screen. So yeah, uh, it's wider than the Switch. What right? changed? Yeah. Yes, it's definitely wider than the Switch. It's a bigger screen. It's a, now I got it because a Australian uh, retail online retailer has done a little work to get them coming in. So whilst it's not officially Australian stock you're getting Australian consumer law protecting you and everything you buy and the price is reasonable it's not like because you could always what get them what was it it was about 800? about $800 dollars yeah. for the base model um, where previously if you were getting it from people like on eBay or Amazon or something it'd be like oh $1500 for the base model I'm like no thank you um, but what this has done especially for my lifestyle which is a middle aged man with a family uh, it's let me play games again because if you listen to my reviews I almost always end with and I played this on the Switch Yeah. yeah. which meant I didn't play PC games very much because I couldn't go and take long times in the office. And this, much like a Switch, is portable. Play it. And it also has the most important feature of being able to push the power button and the game switches off. And you push it again and the game just continues. Oh. Mm-hmm. That suspend allows people like me to get through quite hefty games because I might only play them in two minute chunks, but I don't have to like reload the whole thing and get yeah. catch up and where. So it's been really good. Um, there is a lot of stuff to talk about with the Steam Deck and we have limited time. Uh, so the general gist of it is uh, obviously sign in, get Steam, download your Steam games. It is runs Linux, which very few games natively support. But that's okay. They have pro- a Proton layer on there, which is basically kind of like an emulator layer. And Did it you works. say Linux? Yeah. Linux. Oh, are we going to have this fight, are we? <laughs> 
I will I will die on this hill. Oh, let's let's jiff it up. Oh god. Um, no. No. Gif. That's where I rule the line. Um anyway, yeah. Uh so <laughs> basically an emulator, but it's great. I've only come against one game I've tested so far that wouldn't run on the deck, and that was Mega Race uh, from like 94. Wait, what? <laughs> No, I'm devastated. <laughs> but Cam I was like, that was the only game I wanted to play. I on bet this. you could get it to run. I just, it didn't natively run. Challenge accepted. Um, also, with very little work that a layman could do, you can install Epic Game Store on there, um, GOG, Itch. Uh, what it does not have any support for at the moment is uh, Microsoft Game Pass, which, you know, is a big, big hammer to my heart. Mm. But you can, if you want, dual boot it and install Windows on the thing. Oh, yeah. I love being able to dual boot things. I yeah. specifically have like the MacBook that is not an M chip. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can do that. Just so I can if I want to. I haven't done it, but if I can run Linux on it, oh, yeah. then I will. Which, so, which operating system was that running? Linux. Oh, very good. This isn't Linus Tech Tips, <laughs> not Linux. Hey, I have Zara a sp- told us not to fight, so we're not. I have a spooch impediment, so it's fine. Sp- um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. General just to that, most things can run, including the game that we talked about in news, uh, Hi-Fi Rush, brand new game, runs natively on the thing, 60 frames a second, looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, what's incredible. the resolution on the Steam Deck? It's only 720 on the screen, but that really? also means that, you know, it doesn't need a lot I mean, of power to push. Not, it's not big. No. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell, I suppose. Yeah, well, I mean, the Switch screen is 720, but actually few things actually run at 720. Mm. While mm. on here, pretty much most things will just always be at it because it's got guts behind it yeah um which is is nice if, if you can you can play most experiences on there from little point and clicks that i'm playing to big triple a titles to old emulators uh and whilst it would be a complete lie to say that this is console level ease that anyone can do whatever they want yeah if you are just playing games of steam it is pretty much console level Everything a, else, you do have to have a little bit of knowledge and you just got to be able to follow guides online and stuff. I have a very important question. Yes. Mm. When you're playing point and clicks, yes. can you use your fingers like a little trackpad? Yes. On the- so it, <gasps> yes. Has, it has a trackpad on either side. Yeah. Uh, can and- you use one to click? Or can you can you use? You can use can you shoulder buttons to click. You can click the, the pads into click. Yeah. You can click sticks into click. Uh, it's all well, the way Steam has done it, and we don't get into the reads too much of this, but um. Every game gets its control scheme sort of from an online library. Yeah. And you can customize any control scheme, but also most user bases have gone through and said, like, this works really well for this game. Well, and it automatically will apply those. Like, some things, like, for example, when I play Stardew Valley on the Switch, and Stardew Valley being a point-and-click game, is sometimes quite frustrating to play with uh, Joy-Cons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, like, just, like, a stick. So uh, yeah, when I saw the trackpad, I was like, "Oh wait, can I can I use that like an actual and like the, mouse the, trackpad?" And for the audience at home, that the trackpads are like what an inch square. Yeah, on each something side? like and that. And it's it's going to be hard to describe, but I was going to try to bring it up to show you guys. Um, when you are typing, so like you can the use them to type. The, yeah. Each trackpad uh, gives you half the keyboard, and you oh, use both fingers at once. That's cool. So um, it's um the squares it's very. Are, Probably about the same size as like the square on an iPhone camera, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about right. I yeah. so you, you, that's something you can find kind of easily. Yeah. Um, works. someone will have an iPhone near you, I'm sure. <laughs> I've heard of an iPhone. You know, the three of us, I've got one, so that's 
fair. That's what thank you, Paul. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, uh, hold on. I have this. Are we done with the review? Yeah, yeah. That was Vampire Survivors by Valve. And a shout out to all the Mega Race fans out there. <laughs> that was my review. Wait, we're still we're still online. We're alive. We're alive. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Ah, welcome back. You're listening to Zed Games on 4 Z or the Community Radio Network, or I don't know, wherever you're listening from. Um, I'm Ronnie in studio with me is Paul and Cam. Mm. Cam. Hi. You have a review for us. I do. I'm guilty as charged. Can I play this again? Because I've just, I've just like, you know, Paul told me how to do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, this morning. (laughs) Just like, yeah, at the beginning of the show. Um, I I knew it was a thing you could do. I just kind of forgot that it was a thing you could do. Can I play this intro again? Please. I'd be insulted if you don't. Paul, will you rap over it again? (laughs) I love how we call it rapping. (laughs) Well, there's no other... Uh-huh. You, yeah. Well, you make noises. <laughs> I like noises. Okay, thank you. Let's go. Ah, it's review time. <laughs> gonna get a review coming from Cameron. What you gonna review today? I hope it's about someone who's gonna die. Mega race. Oh, I love mega race. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this episode should be called Mega Race. <laughs> I feel like maybe not. Okay. Fair enough, you're in charge. Uh, I'm reviewing a game called Adios. Um, it's a story, more than it is a game, but it's still a game, and uh, it's a story about a farmer who is life-weary with having seen too much and with the burden of too many regrets, he wants out of the business. What business is that, I hear you ask? Uh, the uh, family it, business. The f- do, do I actually answer? Oh, I don't know. The family it's, business. It's, it's, um, business. You know the answer. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's why I always wanted to play this game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the business? The business is, as well as being a farmer, every now and then the mob drives over with their van and goes, hey, there's some body parts in the trunk. Um, can you just feed them to the pigs? And the farmer goes, yeah, no worries. And he feeds the body parts to the pigs. So now I know where to take the dead bodies I have. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, pigs are a classic. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. They One are, of the absolutely. best. Oh, bless anyway. Them. Yeah, it's dirty work. Our protagonist decided he's had enough. Uh, the problem is, it's not a job you can actually retire from. Um, in Adios, your job's to try and explain to your mob handler who comes around that you're quitting the life and you engage in a lengthy conversation where he tries to change your mind and you're trying to change his mind to not kill you. Um, after all, you've got to be friends over the years and it'll be a real shame for him to have to wipe you out. He's trying to convince you to stay in the game and you're trying to convince him that you're out even if it means losing your life. Now, I'm usually not into games with such a dark setting. I think I was explaining to you guys the other night that um, I'm not into anything darker than The Muppet Show. Mm. Um, Which has some dark turns, but you know, it's generally <laughs> pretty yeah, pretty. I, yeah, I think The Muppets isn't all sunshine and rainbows. No. <laughs> That's Sesame Street, but even Sesame Street isn't all sunshine and rainbows. But why are there so many songs about rainbows? Anyway. Why are there? Sorry. Yeah, there we go. But Paul explained to me, uh, he explained the premise, and i got to say I was pretty intrigued. Um, do you guys remember the scene in Pulp Fiction where Vincent and um, Jules are like... He's like I I'm fell asleep her. watching Pulp Fiction. The, the cleanup? <laughs> well, not the cleanup, uh, the bit in the diner. Oh, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the Samuel L. Jackson character was like, I'm out, and... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was like, you were going. We were going for different 
ideas. Yeah. <laughs> You're both old. I get it. Wow. <laughs> Just because you don't enjoy Mega Race. Yeah, let's talk about George Meliers, our favorite filmmaker growing up. Oh, <laughs> my old buddy. My close dear friend. We want to talk about tree rings. How about we cut into you guys? There's a whole. Well, actually, no. In in Adios, <laughs> there's a whole sequence where the conversation completely stops, and you talk about the American chestnut tree for ten minutes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's just okay. It has nothing to do with anything. But I'm, I, excuse me, it has everything to do with the American chestnut tree. Yeah, they're almost all wiped out. It's very sad. And anyway, now you know that. Well, because I learned it from playing ex- Adios. Exactly. Educational. Um, but anyway, Paul told me you can finish the game in like an hour, and I was sold. Because I'm old and I don't have time and I don't have a Steam Deck. Um, more games should only be an hour. Um, it's Adios isn't really a game, though. It's more like a walking simulator genre. Uh, oh, we love a walking sim. We love a walking simulator around here. You walk around your farm and you're showing your hitman friend, look, this is my life. Let me just enjoy my life. I'll take you around the farm and show you what I do all day. Um, the highlights of the tranquil farm life include milking goats, feeding horses, and, of course, disposing human remains to a pack of ravenous pigs. While you're doing your list of daily chores, you engage a series of conversations with your hitman buddy, topics ranging from your shared past in the war, dearly departed or estranged family members, or the beauty and tranquility only available through repairing soft drink vending machines. There's like 10 minutes about what how nice it is to repair vending machines. It, it is nice. It's lovely, and, and then I wanted some soft drink. Yeah. Because that's good. Um, the conversations... Kind of offering branching paths, kind of. Sometimes it doesn't matter what option you choose; the results are the same. And sometimes you're offered a, revir- a variety of responses, only to see the options disappear completely. Like that is one of my favorite mechanics, and I would yeah. say that was stolen from me. Except the game that I designed, I never made, so <laughs> it would be a lie to say anyone stole it from me. Mm. But the idea of presenting tech, like a thought to a player that they might want to express, but then taking that away from them, yeah. It's like a very effective uh, narrative yeah. device. I thought it was yeah. really clever yeah. and well done for coming up with it. Mm. <laughs> you're, you're, you're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the vast majority of the game is spent going through the conversations while stuck in a certain place. So, like, you're stuck there milking the goats and while you're talking about, like, your shared history or something like that. Um, the limited gameplay often feels like it's completely ignored by the story, though, because... We were talking about this before the show started. If you challenge your friend to a game of horseshoes, and the story acts always acts as if you lose, even if you didn't. Um, I get that. Hey, por- that's how I approach life too. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost so much. I just assume. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me cry, guys. I've worked in the games industry for twenty years. I, grew up, I assume I'm a loser. Um, I get that the point of walking simulators is the narrative, but it would have been nice to have some impact on the world here. Um, now, this yeah, is- like footsteps or something. I don't know. Well, actually, speaking of footsteps, that's pretty much the only sound that you make a lot of the times, right? It's oh, very I love super footstep quiet. sound. It's pretty tranquil out on the farm, and only the birds and the trees and the farm animals break the silence. As the night draws in, it gets eerily quiet as you wait the final confrontation, which I won't spoil, but there wait, is a confrontation that comes so it's at a, the end. It's a walking sim, it's a walking but you're sim. on a farm. It's a yes. chore sim. So there's no... Tra- do you do... Tr- are you doing chores? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ba- yeah, basically well, the hitman okay. is just... Just accompanying so you on your day trying to convince you. You're on the environment because you're milking goats. <gasps> also, um, you know, the this whole thing This shows how about- much attention I've been paying to you. <laughs> Sorry. It's a video uh, game. Um, uh, but the, you know how, like, there's a the whole thing about, like, can you pet the dog, mm-hmm. right? There's, can you pet the dog? Well, there's a dead dog and mm. you can pet the grave. 
don't know if that counts. Anyway, I, I'd still pet I, the crow. Excuse me, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you could pick up stray cats to pat them. So I, I've, I'll accept patting the grave of the dead. Mother, <laughs> I suppose all those cats would be dead by now. You know, the, the game I reviewed last week, the Space Wheel Unbound, that's got cats everywhere. Yeah, can just, you pat them? Just pat them all. Yeah, you pat them and name them. And then you come oh. back later and say, how have you been going, Calico? Like, I love that. There we go. So let's stop sabotaging Cameron's review. No, please. I'm more interested in that. <laughs> well, well, we should sort of... That's okay. Yeah, I'm almost done. Jeez, come on. I'm almost done. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I, um, yeah, so uh, chapter breaks are announced with this giant whoosh and a thud, which gets quite startling at times, right? And so there, there's certain bits of tension that you feel as mm. the game gets quieter, oddly enough. Uh but actually, talking about the dialogue, it's it's delivered with a lot of confidence and panache. Your world-weary farmer character is sympathetic to a point, and the hitman and his offsider are well-meaning until the rubber hits the road and we get into some serious conflict towards mm. the end of the, the, the story. A fisticuffs. Well, Didn't Zara say no fighting? No fighting. We're not fighting. No fighting in the war room. No. <laughs> No fighting. Um, it doesn't really have the smooth, rapid-fire, pop-culture-laden cadence of that Pulp Fiction scene I was talking about earlier, but it suits the slowly bubbling curry of the, mm. the story here. Um, however, i got to say, guys, I'm really conflicted about recommending Adios. Um, as a game, it makes for a really great radio play. Like, it's... it's, it's the characters are interesting. The, the flashbacks that he alludes to is really, really intriguing. Um, I enjoy I enjoy walking simulators like Gone Home. I absolutely loved um, Firewatch. Brilliant, right? But what gameplay there is is so limited; it might as well not exist. And sometimes that's just so maddeningly annoying. Like I, I like the chorish nature of it. I, yep. I like just busy work yep. doing it. But it, the presentation and the interaction of those like half the time you just get to a new scene and you're like, what's what's the gimmick I get to do here? Uh, and you're just looking around for that gimmick and it doesn't yep. really feel natural and it, and there's a lot of clipping through things and everything. Where you, I think you're right. If it was less interactive, it would be more effective. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have all of those scenes. Yeah. There was a scene where like the only thing you can do is feed an apple to a horse mm-hmm. and that's a five second interaction. It's cute. You do it one or two times. But the conversation that happens there is about five to eight yeah, minutes. Yeah, I fed him about 30 apples. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like after a while, it's like, all right, I get it. Um... There's a couple of bugs that force you to repeat chapters if you get the sequencing wrong. Mm. I've had that you know, with the horse manure sequence. I got that wrong and I was kind of stuck there for a while. You don't want to be stuck with horse manure. Um, and for a game about conversations, the facial animation's super limited. Yeah. yeah. It, just open mouth, closed mouth. Yeah. No f- S- simple, like, ca- classic visual novel portraits probably would have been better. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that would have been really mm. good. Um and there was this really unintentionally hilarious moment where I was meant to have this like this deep meaningful telephone conversation with my estranged son and then like four seconds into it I accidentally hung up on him but the game counted it as done I was like alright that is done yeah, like, <laughs> my son how I dad is this you click and it's like okay see that's that's character act that's, that's yeah, a that's building moment yeah that's what happens moment. when I call my dad too <laughs> Um, it's not. Uh, sometimes he just doesn't pick up. Um, <laughs> anyway. When I call your dad, we get on great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you calling him on his work phone? Ah, that's, that's probably great. what right. it is. Um, but here's the thing, guys. Like, it hasn't left my brain. Mm. It's a really intriguing story that 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 really resonated with me, and I felt. 
I'll Is that because you long to just be on a farm milking <laughs> yes. goats? Yes. Because that's I long that's to be killed by the mafia. My, my <laughs> favorite game developer Same. of all time. Put me out of my misery, please. Jeff Minter, all he does is him and his partner live on a farm with, with a llamas. bunch of goats and llamas, and every night he posts photos of him on the farm, and I'm like, you have the best life. And he just spends his day making the best video games in the world. All right. Okay. Thanks, Ken. So that's Adios. Say adios to you, friends. <laughs> Go and play Mega Race instead. It's the best. It is yeah. not. Really not. But look it up. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm losing my voice, apparently. Um, you're listening to Z Games. I'm Rani. In studio with me is Paul and Cam, and it is that unfortunate time of the night where we have to say goodbye. Oh, that's right. But before we go, is there anything else that you guys have been playing? Um, I have been playing Hi-Fi Rush a lot on, yeah. the, on the Switch. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, everything. I'm always playing everything because I am. You are every time I like open Steam. It's like Paul is playing blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, sh- Paul, got- do you sleep? No. Sometimes no. <laughs> <laughs> this man doesn't sleep. Cam. Tetris Effect in VR. It's great. Good always job. good. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yep. I've been playing nothing because I'm doing my PhD and all of a sudden have no time. You chose I tried playing, like, getting, like, sitting down to play Tiny Tina's Wonderland and I'm loving it. I just need to find time because I want to, like, spend hours playing it. it. You know what you need? You need to borrow a quest or other VR and play puzzling places, the G- 3D jigsaw puzzles. Ooh. Just use it to meditate out for, like, 15 minutes and clear your head. I love puzzles. I love puzzles so much. Anyway, we're going to say bye. Mm. It's been lovely. We love uh, each and every one of you. It's true. That love we you. do. That we do. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See, See you next time. time.